What's going on, guys? We are talking sales today. And, uh, you know, it's one of my favorite, favorite, favorite topics is understanding the psychology behind buying decisions, why people pay more, why people don't pay more. And uh, I think if we arm ourselves with this information, we will set ourselves light years apart from our competition. So thank you guys, as always, for joining the Contractor Secrets Podcast. I'm very thankful that I think we're we're at the top of the contractor list on Apple. So uh, really appreciative, guys. And uh, we'll, I'll keep bringing it and uh, keep helping everyone grow. So thank you for listening. You're going to really enjoy this sales podcast today. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right. They're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener. It's so much better. And that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time. And that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat. And that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets Podcast. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about your sales process. It's always good to get a refresher in sales. And today I want to give you a refresher. Now, I want to talk a little bit about when I used to sell cars uh, because this really helped frame uh, really my sales process in the home service industry. This is what has helped me you know, sell as much as I have. Uh, it's really given me a leg up on the competition locally. And it's been a, a big inspiration to be able to share uh, how I've kind of transitioned the principles I learned in that industry into this one uh, with you all. And I want to start off by saying I went to a training uh, that they had called the target training. And this target training was really cool because it opened up my eyes to how many different types of wants, needs, and desires buyers have. And it would be so crazy if you worked at a car dealership and essentially uh, someone would walk up to the dealership and there was no direction there, right? I mean, you have so many cars that you can show someone. And, and, and I'm using this analogy because most people don't know what they want. And they would come up to the dealership and be like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm just looking for a car. Um, and what would be funny is, is that an untrained salesperson be like, okay, well, you know, like what, you know, what features do you want? Um, and they would say something along the lines of, well, I just, you know, I just want Bluetooth or I just want, you know, leather seats. And, you know, I want something, you know, that, you know, has air conditioning, you know, or whatever. And it would just be kind of just like a surface level want, need, desire, um, and the salesperson would run and go get it and they would grab a car and they would, they would show the car to this person and the person wouldn't really, in most cases, tell you what they don't like about the vehicle. They would just probably nod and you'd maybe do this two or three times and, and then they would leave. And essentially it's just a waste of time. There is a such thing as sales momentum. I think that from that initial interaction to the signature being placed on the proposal, there's a momentum that needs to continuously occur from the final goodbye after the project is complete, the final delivery in, in terms of car sales. And essentially, if you're really just trying to hit and miss, hit and miss, hit and miss about what exactly this person wants and how you can align the experience with this individual, that momentum gets tarnished. And ultimately, 
decreases your chances of actually closing a deal. You have to understand that in the home service industry, it's an emotional buy like many things. So what we want to do is understand what the emotion is behind the buying decision. And the reason why I bring up the car sales is because that's what we were trained to do. So essentially, instead of kind of just letting the customer direct the sale of like what they what they what they want, we were able to ask a, a very easy question, you know, why why do you want to buy buy a vehicle? And essentially that question would open up the door to an emotional reason. And those emotional reasons can be used to essentially align the customer with what they really truly want. Okay, does that make sense? Because ultimately, you know, on the service level, that might not be the real reason. You know, and if you can dig a little deeper into the real reason, you can actually give them an even better experience. Now, this has nothing to do with being manipulative. There's no manipulation here whatsoever. This is just really just providing the best sales experience, okay? Because we want to do that. As much as we want to provide the best product, the best production experience, you've got to be willing to provide a good sales experience. Those of you who are deep into the brush, deep into the production, this is hard for you, but it doesn't mean that you can't do this. You just have to allocate your time the best way you can. So essentially what we're doing is trying to provide the best experience. So by asking that question to a potential car buyer, I may say something like, Hey, you know, so what's the real reason why you want to purchase a vehicle today? And they may say, well, you know, I'm actually, we're getting ready to have a baby. And, um, you know, we definitely just want something with a little more room to grow. And, you know, one other thing that I want is to trade in my vehicle because I just can't stand that I have to plug in my telephone, my cell phone to play music. Okay. And I just can't stand it. So right then and there, by asking that question, we were able to discover two different things. Number one, we found out they were having a baby. They want some room to grow. Okay. So I'm locking that in. Okay. That's something that's really good information for a salesperson. And the second thing is, is that individual told me that there's a major pain point. They probably get super frustrating having to plug in their phone in 2021 or whatever year, you know, uh, with the, with the aux cord. Okay. So as a good salesperson, you know, I do want to create a really good experience. So if this individual came up to me in, in a car lot, first thing I would do is I would say, okay, wait right here. Okay. And, and I would say, I have the perfect vehicle for you. Okay. And what I would do is I would find that perfect vehicle with some space. You know, we would dive a little bit deeper into color and third row seating and, and I would do my best to align those things, but I'm looking for something with space. I'm looking for something that um, can, can do well with car seats. And what I want to do is I want to bring something and I want to emphasize the safety rating. I want to emphasize something that maybe they didn't even think about. Okay. So obviously they're having a baby. Uh, I'm bringing them a vehicle that has third row seating that has a five-star safety rating. So what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be emphasizing all of the safety features on this vehicle. I'm going to be emphasizing where all the airbags are. I'm going to be emphasizing, you know, the, the crash test rating. I might even show them something that says that. That's something that is most likely important to someone who's having a baby, okay? Obviously, a third-row vehicle can be brought to them, but because I know that they're having a baby, that was the deep emotional reason why I'm able to then say, hello, I'm going to grab the safety rating information and show this person. What does that do? That aligns my sales press process with the buyer's true motivation, okay? Now, this is pretty deep. Just follow me here. I just want you to get the principles. Now, here's here's the bonus, okay? The bonus is, remember we said that this person told us that they had a major pain point. 
Well, what's that major pain point? Well, they said that plugging in the phone is a major pain point. They don't like plugging in their phone. So I would go up to this individual. I say, all right, let's take a test drive. Let me allow you to sit in this vehicle and take a test drive. Okay. And uh, they would sit in the vehicle and they would love, you know, how it looks, smells, feels. They take the test drive and I say, hey, real quick, before we, before we get started, I'm going to actually connect your phone for you with Bluetooth and we can play your music without you having to plug it in. And right then and there, would you agree that I've put myself light years ahead of anyone else that were to offer them a vehicle? Okay, because what did I do? I eliminated the pain point and I provided a great solution. I found out what the deep meaning was as to why they wanted the 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 car in the first place, which was, you know, having a baby, wanting something safe. Maybe they didn't mention that, but I know that that's what someone that's having a baby would want. Um, and I was able to provide both of those solutions. So at this point, what is stopping me from getting the sale? Now, yes, of course, we always have the barrier of price, but would you agree based off of what I'm telling you here that now they have a little bit more to justify the price with, okay, when it comes down to it. Now, imagine I didn't do any of this. Imagine they just said, yeah, I just want something with third row seats. And I do a test drive with them. I say, okay, great. I have this great vehicle here with third row seats. And uh, I didn't know that they were having a baby. And I didn't know that the pain point that they had was the missing aux or having to use the aux cord. Um, and essentially what I would, you know, what I did was essentially maybe I brought them a vehicle that didn't have Bluetooth and I put them in that vehicle. And as we're driving, you know, they're thinking to themselves and they're, you know, they're driving the vehicle and they're like, Hey, by the way, um, does this vehicle have Bluetooth? And I say, Oh no, but it has an aux cord, <laughs> you know? And I didn't know that their major pain point or the reason that they wanted to get a new vehicle was one of the main reasons for them was that they hated plugging their phone in. So during the rest of this test drive, they're like, yeah, I'm not buying this, you know, and then I would bring them back to the dealership, try to find them something else. And that would ruin the momentum of the sale. Okay. So ultimately that's how important asking why is now a lot of us ask what a lot of us ask, Hey, you know, you know, what are we doing today? And they'll say again, just want my walls painted, you know, just want to get flooring done. Just want to, you know, you know, freshen up the house. Okay. Yeah. But you know, why? What's the, what's the, what's the reason, you know, there's gotta be a reason, you know, and, and you can, you can play it off like that or say, you know, I like to say, what's the story, you know, and the story, they're not going to say, oh yeah, I just want to paint my walls. No, the story is, oh, well, you know, the kids are moving out and we're finally ready to, uh, you know, to freshen up the house the way we always wanted to, you know, and, uh, you know, really look into, you know, do the house the way we want, you know, just like that. And then you have some people that'll say, you know, we're getting ready to move or we're getting ready to move in to this new house. We plan to be here for a while, or it's been, you know, um, you know, there's some rotting wood that's been really bothering me. I'm worried that I have to pay for a, a bigger repair in the future, or unfortunately we had someone pass away and we want a fresh look in the house, you know, and from those responses, you can tailor the way that you approach the situation much more effectively than if they just said, yeah, I just want the walls done. You know, um, and that's why it's so important to understand that. But as much as it's important to understand that, it's got to be equally as important for you to provide the vehicle. Okay. And that is where I bring in the car sales here because ultimately I had a big advantage selling cars. I could put someone in the vehicle, they could test drive the vehicle, they can smell the air in the vehicle, they could drive the vehicle. Okay. They can picture themselves, you know, pulling up to, you know, their friend's house or, or, you know, driving their family and they can picture themselves in the vehicle. They can feel the feeling of 
what it would be like extreme advantage. We don't have that luxury. The reason why is because they don't know what they're getting until they actually get it. And unfortunately, it's too late if it's somebody that didn't plan on doing a good job. So what we want to do as professionals is we want to provide the experience as much as we can before the experience actually arrives. And how do we do that? Well, there's a few ways. You've got to be really good at explaining what is going to happen. And I do this religiously with every single person. The reason why is because it has been seven to 10 years usually before anyone has hired a professional painting company. That's like the average wait time, okay, before someone actually does it again. Number one, you don't know who they hired seven to 10 years ago, right? You have no clue. It could have been one person who was their neighbor, right? Uh, it couldn't have been a company like you. Maybe you, you operate completely differently, or maybe it was a really good company and there were some things that they liked about it. So I think one of the most important questions that you need to ask to get closer to aligning the experience with what would be best for them to give them the best vehicle possible, right? Now we're going to talk about some pain points possibly. Have you ever hired a professional painting company before? Or have you ever hired a professional, whatever your trade is before? And the reason why we're doing that is so this individual can tell us what they really liked about the experience or what they didn't like about the experience or if they never had the experience. Okay, super important. And what that's doing is it's allowing this to get closer and closer and closer to what will allow us to get the sale and allow them to justify paying more. So, for example, they might say, yeah, you know what, Tanner? I hired somebody seven years ago. It was a uh, neighbor of mine who kind of came here by himself and painted the whole house for a thousand bucks. I'd say, oh, wow. Okay. Um, well, was that a good experience for you? And they may say, yes, it was. It was great. It just took them three weeks. <laughs> or they'd say, no, it wasn't. It was really hard to get a hold of them. And I'm real big about communication, Tanner. And uh, that's one thing that I just am, I, you know, really adamant about. I, I, he didn't call me. He didn't text me. He just showed up when he wanted and it, the project felt like it went on forever. So if that's the answer that I got, what am I going to do? Number one, first, I'm going to distance myself from that experience. I'm going to say, listen, yes, there are companies that operate like that. And chances are they have no overhead. They don't have to pay for anything that we do to provide you such a great experience. And the reason why we're a little bit different is we believe in teamwork, structure, providing an exemplary experience to you to where we come in, do our work. We don't leave. We, we, we do everything to the, to the highest possible standard and we get out. And that experience is only possible by number one, investing in really, really good people and paying them really, really well. And number two, investing in really, really good products and, and always staying ahead of the curve when it comes to, you know, industry advancements, making sure that we're putting the best product on your house, so on and so forth. So we're emphasizing, hey, we do things a little bit differently. And miss, you mentioned to me that communication was something that is, is super important to you. And I understand that like any good relationship, it only thrives off of great communication, right? And I'd get a chuckle there. And essentially what we would talk about is what I do all the way through the process to ensure that they are well-versed in what to expect. So I'd say, listen, if you decided to go with us, all we would request is a $500 deposit. That essentially holds you on our schedule. One cool thing about us is we don't ask for $1 until the job is done and you are 100% satisfied. Second thing is, is we work with a close-knit group of people to get this thing done ASAP and make sure that Every step of the way, you are informed. So number one, I mentioned to you a little bit earlier that we do offer a free caller consultation. So the first step would be uh, Donna would reach out to you and she would 
touch base with you on a date and a time for that color consultation. She would then give me the colors. So I log them into our software to uh, ensure that, you know, we're on the same page. So that's number one. Number two, because we're doing the outside, we would make sure that uh, Joel, our pressure washing contractor, reaches out to you and schedules you, in, schedules you in within a week and a half of us getting started. Okay. And that would be number two. And then number three, the day before the job, I would actually send you a text message and an email just saying, hey, we are starting tomorrow and the team will be there at eight o'clock. Once the team arrives, I'm going to have my project manager come up to you and pretty much do a walk around with you. Make sure everything's on the same page. We're just going to verify colors, going to verify scope and make sure that you feel comfortable with the team we have on site. I'm going to call you later that evening to make sure that everything went smooth. And of course, you have my direct number. If anything occurs, you can reach out to me. So what did I do there? Okay, because I asked the right questions, I was able to essentially erase any negative experience or any any apprehension about hiring me okay because if i didn't ask that i would have never known i could have done a great job i could have went in there i could have said hey we're gonna you know we're gonna do this 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 and this we're gonna paint these calls walls this color and maybe we could do this 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 and this and great and i never emphasized communication to that person so when it came down time for them to hire me which would be giving me a deposit in the back of their mind is, you know, I do not want to deal with a company that doesn't communicate well. He hasn't emphasized how well of communication he's going to be uh, at, at communicating with me. And we can't expect people to tell us this stuff. So that's what I'm saying for you guys listening to this, you need to be asking these questions. And then from there, you take the answers and then you spin it around to provide the solutions. Okay. And the cool thing is, is that if you do this over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, you're going to get the same answers. And you're going to provide the same solutions. And you're going to get quicker at doing it. Um, my last point, those of you who are doing under $500,000 a year, you should not be emailing quotes. You should be doing them all in person. There's no if, ands, or buts about it if you want to increase your closing ratio, okay? Remember, emotional buying decisions, and I talk about this in a couple business breakthroughs, but really, this is all emotional stuff, guys. I mean, commercial work is not emotional, okay? That is numbers, you know, data, you know, budget. When it comes to homeowners, everything's emotional, okay? If they like you enough, they will buy from you. That is what, that's how we dictate whether or not it's an emotional buying decision across the board, okay? Yeah, you can have a GC that prefers you. I'm just talking about across the board. Homeowners tend to lean toward who they like and who they trust, which overcomes logic when it comes to budget and pricing, okay? So, you know, they don't have a board of directors that need to verify the cost of a project. They have themselves and, and people make emotional decisions. Even I make emotional decisions about who I want to hire me. I'm paying way more for this long guy because he was a nice guy and we had a good conversation, you know, rather than a guy that I'm uncomfortable with, even though he's cheaper. So that's an emotional buying decision. Okay. I don't have to justify that to a, to a, you know, whoever's in charge of the money. With that being said, okay. You have to understand emotional buying decision in the car. Okay. I'm able to capitalize on that emotion right then and there. I'm not going to send someone who just did a test drive in their dream car. That's going to check all the boxes for them. I'm not going to send them home. Okay. I'm not sending them home. We're going to do the, we're going to do the quote right there so we can capitalize on that emotion. And I'm not saying this in a manipulative way. If you have integrity, if you have honesty, if you have truth, uh, trust, and, and, and you really truly believe that you're providing the best possible service, you're just helping them get to their goal faster. Someone's going to sell them something. So it might as well be you. 
Um, that is what, that's the way I believe. So hopefully that helped a um, little bit, a little bit of excitement today, a little bit of passion. Thank you everyone uh, who is using drip jobs, by the way, you guys rock. Thank you for believing in, believing in me. Um, we have some really cool updates coming out. Um, so if you're interested in drip jobs, please reach out to me. I'd love to just show you how it works. Um, so far we're up to 70 companies using drip jobs in just two months. Um, of a full launch, which is super exciting. No advertising really aside from just me talking to you guys. So just really excited about that. I mean, uh, it's, a, it's an extreme honor for me uh, to be able to provide a solution to help you all grow your business. So super excited. If you want to sit with me on a demo, I'm still doing those. So please reach out to me. There should be a link somewhere below this podcast. So I hope you guys got something out of this. Hope it pumped you up for sales. You use this on your next estimates and then hit me up with your feedback. I'd love to hear it. See you guys. Drip Jobs CRM is finally here. That's right. So Drip Jobs is an automation platform for contractors, home service professionals. It's going to automatically follow up with your customers. It's going to allow you to send invoices, estimates. It's going to allow you to send out blast marketing emails to individuals based on where they are in the buying process. This software is next level. And I'm reaching out to you. You're a listener of this podcast, and I want you to be one of the first ones to give it a shot. So if you want to see what Drip Jobs can do for your business, I'd love for you to head over to dripjobs.com, sign up for a free demo, and get your team involved, and let us sit with you and show you how powerful this software is. It's going to save you time. It's going to make you money, and you're going to love the features that are built into Drip Jobs. So if you want to check it out, head over to dripjobs.com, and we will give you first priority being a podcast listener uh, to be one of the very first to try out Drip Jobs in your home service business. I'm super excited to share that with you, and I'll catch you on the next episode.